20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence starts. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. I was ready for a song, but y'all haven't been doing a song. Yeah, we have not been doing a song. Why? For for let me let me cook. let me get there first. Sorry. <laughs> let me get there. You are really overstepping. Okay, sorry. <laughs> wow. I apologize. She See, does that often. Okay. So, <laughs> welcome back to the Hallway Podcast. This is Chris. <laughs> As you can see, I'm not here riding solo, but I'm sort of riding solo. It's, sort of, it's, uh, it's one the hard way. I got to hold it down for Barbara Wad. Um, he is on daddy duty, so I got to hold it down for the town. For the daddies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How you talking about? But, um, but yeah, I'm sitting here sitting here with uh, with two gorgeous ladies. Wow. Very, Thank you. Very influential. Very yeah. influential ladies. Sure, we'll take it, yeah. Why not? I'm sitting here with uh, Samia Minix of Samia Minix Photography. Hello. Thank you, audience. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. (laughs) And I feel sort of trash because I only know you as Wad. That's okay. Are you sure? Yeah, Wad of Wanderlust Wad. (laughs) I don't know how they get these... They get like their Instagram names, but I think I it's brilliant. It works for Wonderless Wide, Glow So Separately. Thank you. And here I am. Just... Hip hop head. Wow. That's so so dead. What do you mean? I feel like, why is it why? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> why is it dead? I don't know. I just feel like I've outgrown it. So what, what do you would you change it to? Mm. I have no idea. Cripple Chris. <laughs> We're not gonna do that today. You ain't crippled no more. Nah, I, I told you I'm still crippled adjacent. My wrist still hurts. If y'all been, keep, if y'all been, been keeping, keeping up with his injury, yeah, I, I broke my wrist a couple weeks ago. Um, playing uh, playing football, and I've been in a cast, a soft cast. Now I'm just out here. He's getting old. I'm out here raw doggy. Brittle, oh, brittle my God. <laughs> oh my <God>. Really? <laughs> you broke it, but it's already out of the cast, and you're good. It was just like it was just like a minor fracture. A minor okay, fracture so you along boosted, with the sprain. Nah, I boosted. <laughs> a part of his bone broke. It broke. Okay. That's kind of oh, it was painful. It was broke. It. Yeah, it, it was broke. So did you push through during the game? Um. So I got injured, and then I was on defense. I jammed uh, jammed Jaywad in the chest. He's going to take credit for uh, for breaking for breaking it. Yeah, okay, but whatever. Chest of steel. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, I finished it out. But like when when we were about to leave, I couldn't even grip my phone. Oh. It was it was bad. It was bad because I wasn't even gonna go to the doctor because because you're a guy what? and that's what guys do. Not go to the doctor for one, yes, and <laughs> for two, it's 2019. This shit is expensive. Absolutely. So if I can tough it out, I'm gonna tough it out with a couple of ibuprofen. Maybe, Same. Maybe okay. So did the so you trying to reach for your phone and not being able to grab it was that. The indication you needed that it was time to no when I couldn't pick up my kids. Okay, Aww. yeah, <laughs> that's when we have a problem. Yeah. Like, oh hell, the phone, no. you know, whatever. <laughs> I have I have my daughter. I have my daughter. She like she had fell asleep and like she's sleep on my arm. This was like before I had a cash. She sleep on my arm. And I was like I woke up because I had took a nap with her. And I woke up and I tried to like lift her up 
She won't go nowhere. <gasps> wow. She will not go nowhere. So, yeah. Was this the same day? Yeah, this was the same day. Okay. Same day before I went to, like, after that, I was like, I told my, I asked my dad to take me, uh, to ride with me to the hospital. So, dang. Well, we're glad you're back and in action. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Pick up your kids and your phone. Out here. Out here. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I want to thank y'all for for coming on the show today. Thank you for having us. It means a lot. Didn't we have to reschedule one time? Um, Or maybe that was another guest. Wrong girl. Wrong girl. You got me. You got me on that one. But, so it's such an honor to be here driving all the way to Hampton. <laughs> I cannot with I was one. so excited about going to Hampton and then you just took that from me. I didn't take anything. Honestly, I'm excited to be here. We're I'm, both excited. Mm-hmm. Well that's great. I'm glad y'all are excited. We're gonna we're gonna chop we're gonna chop some shit up today. Okay. okay. I'm be, I brought chop. the knives. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to chop some shit up today, but before I start, I'm going to start off with you, Samia. Um, you are the founder, curator, founder, oh, CEO wow. of Samia Minutes Photography. Mm-hmm. Um, you've had, been having a camera on you since high school. Since high school. Um, so how, so you graduated college 2012, 12. right? Okay, mm-hmm. with me. Um, Virginia State University. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Alone. A semester after, but nonetheless, class of 2012. I got you. I, it took me a, a little bit longer. I wish it would have took me a little bit longer, shit. No, sir. I told everyone to stay as long as they could. I wish I would have stayed because yeah, Jesus college Christ. was the dream. This now we in the trash. reality. Mm. Yeah, but um, so graduate college, 2012. Mm-hmm. What made you say, I want to start my own <laughs> photography business? Um, what a tale. <laughs> Uh, how much time do you have? Okay. Um, so I had was shooting all throughout college. Yeah. Um, and then when I graduated, um, I worked for a little bit and then I got into some trouble. Mm-hmm. And um, that trouble led me. Free my nigga Samia, bro. <laughs> that trouble Rock led me. Now I feel Rock like I have to say what it was, pound. though, because. Like, Granola Blanco. Okay, everyone so, hit hashtag free Samia in the comments. Yeah. Free <laughs> Not free Samia. Um, if she can do it, you can do it too. Came from the gutter. Okay. <laughs> from the dirt. Okay, the but I'm here. Chesterfield County. I'm here. Um, Chris told me I'm from Southside, so I'm not claiming Chesterfield anymore. That means we're all from Southside, or yeah, what? We're Southside. Till they die. I live like three seconds. We're from Southside? That's S-O-U- Southside. S-O-U-F. South. 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 That's where... <laughs> excuse me. That's where we from. I cannot. Okay, so I got in trouble um, not even a year out of college for possession of marijuana. Free my nigga Samia. Okay, they can't hold me down. Can't hold a real one down, you heard. And so, um, through the process of like trying to get my le- record clean, I had to like... I had a suspended license for like six months. But you were still out here riding dirty. I was. <laughs> I definitely was. But my job, I had to have a real license. Mm-hmm. So um, I ended up losing my job. Or actually, I quit um, before they fired me. But nonetheless. <laughs> um, and so that kind of led me to like a year of not working. Yeah. 
And that really sucked. But I was grateful that I had, like, photography to fall back on, even though I wasn't making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I started working from Marriott for a little bit. And I was hoping that I could grow with the company. But I realized um, after, like, a year and a half, two years that I couldn't. Uh, My manager sucked. And I had gotten an argument with them. And so I told her to put me on part-time. And because I want to keep my discount, (laughs) (laughs) and Marriott discount means something, okay? Absolutely. Um, But yeah, that's what started like part time entrepreneurship. Um, And then a year and a half ago, they like let me go because I wasn't putting in enough hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's really how I became an entrepreneur. and the CEO and all those things that she said. It's called a calling. Okay. Clearly yeah. those things were No, blessed. yeah, I can definitely understand now how like you know how people say, you know, you go through the all these things for a reason and yeah. like and so when I was in it, I had like the faith to believe like this is gonna push me to something greater, but it still sucks when you're like going through it. Absolutely. Sure. And when you need coins. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody out here on social media seem like they're flourishing and you're over here just like struggling, trying to make your business. That's a highlight reel. That's the highlight reel. Yeah. And I think that gets everybody, um, that can affect everybody at some point in your life. Yeah, it gets you caught up. You like trying to keep up with the Joneses constantly. Or at least make it seem like you're happy when you're miserable. Exactly. (laughs) So So you get fired again. I don't mean to put it in those words. Damn! I never <laughs> thought of it that way. I don't mean to put it in those words. But, uh, so, yeah. Fired for the second time. Dang, Chris. All right, Chris. Yo. I never no, no, thought no. of it that way. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> you are... It's perception. Exactly. Perception. Yeah, exactly. So, this happens to you. Mm-hmm. What makes you decide that you want to go, like, for lack of a better term... Balls deep in this entrepreneurship shit. To the hard way. Um, what made me go? I I kind of felt like I didn't have a choice. Like, I mean, obviously you you knew that you had a gift, right? Yeah, you yeah. The, you had a gift. You got the equipment. Might as well, right? Exactly. Um, and wow, these are great questions. For sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, even when I was in high school, like I wanted to go to college for photography. Um, and my mom gave me the best advice, even though I didn't want to hear it at the time. And the way she said it was kind of weird. She was like, what if something happens to your hands or your eyes? You need to have, like, a backup plan. So wow, I'm like, why would you really, think? That's really extreme. Yes, extreme. That's very extreme. But um, that made me major in business management. And so, like, the way that she was trying to say it was like, you know, anybody can take pictures, but like running your business is, you know, something different. Now, I know that there are plenty of people that can run businesses without going to school, but that was how I ended up being a business management major. Um, And I just kind of, it kind of felt like the most natural thing to do for me. I realized that I was working somewhere and the checks that I was getting from that, like... Well, shit. Yeah, nothing compared to what I could make in less time I'm doing what I love so that's how it ended up okay it's a beautiful story I see thank you I see you know what I'm saying blessings your story makes me think a lot too of like I feel like God is always positioning you to live in your purpose whether it feels like it or not like at the time you know what I mean because sometimes things feel like 
shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, this ain't it, right? This ain't it for me. Yeah. And, like, why am I going through this? But it's always, there's a larger picture. Yeah. That's what I think. Anyway. It's definitely hard to see. And I remember, like, even last year, we had our 10-year class reunion. Yep. I wasn't going to go. I didn't go. I went, and I'm not in y'all's class. <laughs> oh, yeah. She did go. Yeah, I didn't go. Why didn't why? you go? I mean, I see most of them niggas all the time in the street. Wow. I planned this long, drawn-out party, and you didn't even come. You planned it? Yes. If I would have known you planned it, I would have went. Whatever, Chris. We don't. I mean, that's cool. You don't have to believe me. I know. It's too late, man. Yeah, exactly. It is too late. I went to the... Well, damn. This was the 11 year. Yeah. Nah. No. 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 The next one we're having is 20, and I'm not planning that for all you Meadowbrook class 2008. Listen, <laughs> I don't know how but I got I mean, into it. I just, I didn't feel the need to, like, I heard it was a really good party. Great. Uh, yeah, I heard it was a really good party. Uh, me, personally, I just didn't feel the need to, to go, especially when I see everybody that I graduated yeah, with. Yeah, on, on social media. Yeah. yeah, on a regular basis. Now, if I, if I had graduated and then moved off somewhere, like, You would felt like you would have been more I would have felt more obligated to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I was saying last episode, I haven't gone to Virginia State Homecoming since 2013. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did say that. Yeah, so, like, I I don't feel the need to go to these things, even though for Virginia State Homecoming, I feel more of a need to go. Yeah, because it's, like, an actual event. Like, people that graduate from Meadowbrook or high school and go back every year for the reunion. I mean, not the reunion, but the homecoming. That's kind of That's kind of strange. <laughs> but, like, my biggest fear about the reunion was going and having to have, like, these small talk conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what are you doing now? Yeah, yeah, that was my biggest anxiety. And I had no intention of going until I became the one that planned <laughs> it. But no, I think I'm glad you said that because I think that... That whole, so what are you doing now question is like, not even stressful. I think it's just so 90s because with, in our day and age, you have social media. I can keep up with so-and-so from third period, sophomore year (laughs) in high high school because she posts everything that she do on Facebook or Mm -hmm. on Twitter or on Instagram. So I don't feel as though like that's like a an introductory question when you haven't seen somebody in ten years. Yeah. For so sure. I mean I just didn't feel the need to go. No, I understand. I, just didn't feel need I to go. felt like it was a good time. The things that I liked most, one, the fact that I got over my anxiety to actually show up because I was gonna plan and not come. That um, seems like a new thing. Yeah, because I just didn't want to see everyone. It just screams <laughs> that <does. laughs> But um, I think because we made a playlist that was, and maybe this was corny because at the end of the night they had changed it to like normal music. But I had made a playlist of like all the hit songs from 2004 to 2008. Oh my God. It was like corny. Do you still have it? Yeah. You have Apple Music? Okay. I'll send it to you right now. That's not corny at all. I love that. Yeah. So that was fun to like dance with everybody from high school to like high school But I feel like a lot of like theme parties are like that where whatever the theme is, that may be the first half or like first hour or two, but then it switches to more. Oh, okay. So I was, I was, um, in theme. Yeah. yeah, you were in theme. That was all my plan anyway. Another critique I've heard of like homecomings is people say the people I actually want to see in real life, I do already. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> so there's but no... it's something great about making connections, maybe. 
No, I agree. I love homecomings, except VCU when they changed it from spring to the fall. Yeah, I'm just not really. I don't see, see. I don't see how VCU does a homecoming without a football team. How is it? A way. How is it? Ha- so okay, getting into you. Why? Wow. All right. Hello. <laughs> VCU alum. Yes. Also a Meadowbrook alum. Class yes. of. Class of 2010, Meadowbrook 2014, VCU 2018. Let them know. <laughs> 2018, UNC Chapel Hill. Let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to know? Jesus, she's Christ. a scholar. Okay. Well, are you still in school now? No, no, no. But I, I'm moving to Malaysia for a year. I remember um, you saying something about that. And when I move back, I'm thinking about doing a PhD program. Jesus, so maybe, girl. yeah. Go get that education, y'all. Get that education, because Lord knows, yeah. four years was enough for, for me. Yeah. Um, and she's getting it for free. So get the education for free if you absolutely. can. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> so, all right. So, BCU. Yeah. UNC Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. What else did I miss something? No, Meadowbrook. Okay. That was in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> care about that. So, BCU, UNC Chapel Hill. What was your What were your majors? Sure. So, at VCU, I was a double major, political science and mass communications, and then at UNC, I got my master's in public administration. Oh, so you all about this political shit. I mean... You want the smoke? I don't want the smoke. I don't want the smoke, honestly. I don't want the smoke. I'm going to be honest. Like, I went... Going from VCU to UNC was a very stark difference for me. Yeah. And then being at UNC... Because UNC is, like, predominantly white school. And VCU technically is. But... Yeah. We're in Richmond, okay? Yeah. It's our city. Are we? So... VCU is, like, on the cusp. Like... It's, it's very diverse. It's a, it's it's a PWI, but it's also very diverse in its own right. It's hella diverse. So when I went to UNC Chapel Hill, it was my first year there, and I was like, you know, culture shock, all these white faces. And then Donald Trump was elected. That was, mm. I just, I shut down on that day. I was like, you know what? I don't need to consume all this news. I don't need to. <laughs> I don't even need to go to class. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't go to class for a week. I didn't go to class when Obama was elected. Okay, that's a celebration. I, I was in mourning. <laughs> That was a celebration. <laughs> Obama, celebration in 2008. 2016 morning. morning. Obama would want me to have this day. He would. Obama would have. He gave us all a month off. You didn't hear? When he won. I was looking like. Might as well have been. In college, you can make it. Yeah, you can absolutely. make that happen. Make Obama said niggas only a month <laughs> off pay vacation. That's reparation right there. For real. Shit. Give me a month of pay vacation off. Where would, would you go? That. We even. <laughs> no, for no, we not even. <laughs> I have to think We're about it. Like, is it enough? But, but that's a great start. That's an excellent start. Okay. That shows your intention. We're on okay. to something. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a month every year. Okay. I'm not, for my life. For life. For life. I might like, can get. Can I also get land or? You know what? Sprinkle a little bit of land in there too. If you sprinkle land, I think I'm good. Like parsley. Sprinkle some land in there. Can we also change the system or it just stays the same? I mean, we're gonna work there. <laughs> but 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 it starts in the pockets. It starts in Look, the pockets. Look, we gotta start somewhere. And if it starts with one month paid vacation. I'll tell you what. You cancel all the Sally made debt for the people who identify as black and African American. That... <clears throat> I will take that over the month. I will take that. <laughs> you hear me? I'm debt free. <laughs> you know what? I can't Flex. relate. <laughs> so what about those of us? You just out here flexing. You just out here flexing. 
Flex no, no you really did. You are blessed, but you did flex because you hear <laughs> everybody talking about oh, student like, loans. You're like, mm. can't relate. Oh no, man! Honestly, what I think is like this you is pours. really an injustice. You poor peasants. I really <laughs> think that this is an injustice to all people, specifically black people. But I'm saying, if this was the reparation, what about black people who got a scholarship and they don't have debt? What do they get? That was your blessing right there. Really? <laughs> Congratulations. Wow. You got a half star. Disrespect. <laughs> it so, really was. What was, so I'm assuming um, Samia and I had a similar experience with uh, going to HBCUs. I always like to ask people this. I always like, like to ask people of color what their experience sure. was like on, uh, on a PWI campus. Honestly, I didn't feel like I went to a PWI because all my friends were black. Okay. <laughs> so, same with UNC? No. Okay. Let's... <laughs> we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. No, yo, at UNC, I experienced something that I had never experienced before, and that's imposter syndrome. Like, I, the whole time I was there, I was like, yo, do I belong? Why did, why did they let me in? Like... And I got a full scholarship to go, right? right? So they were, and I had a stipend, and I was just like, "Am I a token black person? Like y'all right. just want diverse faces here, so y'all gonna have me here?" And it really like affected me mentally, and I never felt the, any sort of that those kinds of feelings when I was at VCU or when I was like on my stomping grounds. Right. Um, but then also just like dealing with the like racism, the like subliminals, yeah. the, you know, and it was me and one other, you met Ebony, Simeon, mm-hmm. me and only one other black girl in my class. And people will always confuse us, and I look nothing like Chip. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> like she. Nothing. I've gotten that too. I've gotten yeah. that sometimes too. But I don't see how. Sorry to cut you off. No. I feel like white people look so much more alike than black. Like, there's so many different hues of mm-hmm. black for you to confuse. I, I honestly feel like they're not trying. <laughs> like, how can you confuse the two? You're not trying hard enough. It, but do you also, okay, on the same note, do we think that all Asian people look similar? Because that means we're not trying to, right? No, that's different. It is different because of slavery. They really do. Look <laughs> it look is alike. different because of slavery. Damn, so, this is getting ignorant. I Let's mean, move back to you. I'm just saying, I just feel like I would think that a lot of people of similar groups or similar regions look similarly, but I really did not think that me and Ebony looked, any, <laughs> looked anything alike. For, yeah. Like, quite frankly, I would be appalled if somebody told me I look like uh, my co-host. That, okay, so that is, for people that don't know what Ebony looks like, which is all of y'all. Or me, which is <clears throat> probably all of y'all. Um, It's like comparing, getting you and Wide mixed up. Not like, this wad. Yeah, wad to the hard way podcast. We would have to fight. You gonna fight him? <laughs> we have to fight. You tell me I look like that nigga. I love you, wad. <laughs> hey, wad. <laughs> Y'all replace one wad with another wad. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's still to the hard way podcast. Yeah, yeah. We so, do what we can. Okay. That was. Very, uh, that was that was ignorant. <laughs> very insightful. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. No. Insightful, to say the least. Um, it's a, definitely a different experience. I was telling Samia when we went to homecoming because I went to Virginia State homecoming. Mouth was just a gape. I was just like, that was her first time at an HBCU. Really? Yes, on the, on something they call the, the yard. yard. <laughs> she was like, when she called me and she parked, she was like, 
okay, so what's this yard? Where am I walking to? <laughs> I want to see the yard. Is this the yard? Is this it? Then when I it was so hilarious because like it's yard? something that we just like yeah, we're so used to. You take it granted is what you do. Yeah, because okay. she was like, am I going to the yard? Is yeah. this the yard? And then when I put it on, I was like, is this it? This is the yard? <laughs> this is the yard. Oh we're there, God. huh? Yeah. This is it? Hey, everyone, I'm on the yard. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. But I also just, so cute wow, to watch. Wow. I never thought about... Um, it's an experience. It is an experience. And I didn't know how... Um, like, me going there... So, for people who are familiar with Virginia State, like, we parked on Chesterfield Ave and cut through, like, past... Um, the library and so we came down the back of foster right and so like it was literally like walking down and seeing like this sea of black people and it felt so good like this is the first time i felt like i really came home i know we y'all talked about homecoming last week but like but this is a different perspective yeah but like i felt so good being around so many different black people and yeah it just felt so good so this is the first time i've gone to homecoming and felt like i was like coming home no honestly and i live 30 minutes away from state but i don't go down there i've just never seen that many black Black people people. and it just felt like i just wanted to raise my fist everywhere (laughs) i went like oh (laughs) hello brother i just wanted to hug each person individually Yeah, she she was like a I kid was, in a candy store. It was just really like exciting, looking honestly. around, and then like the That's band dope. came through, yes. and like she just looked like a kid at a Christmas parade, just like eyes <laughs> wide open. Like, is this Santa? No, but honestly, like when you go to a PWI and you are constantly the minority, like that does something to your psyche. You know what I mean? And so, like to go somewhere where it's just like it's just us. Yeah, we're the majority. Like we run this. And that's kind of the similar feeling that I get when I like go to Sudan, right? Which is where I'm from. It's like the president is black. The like everyone. It, this is a black country with right. black leaders, black business people. Like that it would. I never good. thought about that. It feels good. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to talk about colonialization and, you know, the whites going to come in. And, yeah, so they're sprinkled. But still, like, to look around and you see people who look like you who are doing this shit, that shit feels good. So I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, look, it's Divine Nine. That's what y'all call them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just exciting. So that was my homecoming experience. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank let's, you so um, much. Let's switch gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. So... On uh, on Friday, Friday, um, Kanye West dropped. Who? Wow. (laughs) Just to set the tone. (laughs) All right. This is what we're doing. Kanye Kanye West dropped the album, Jesus is King. Along with him dropping the album, he had some interviews. He had an interview with Zane Lowe um, on Apple Music. That was two hours. Anybody had time for that? And then he had an interview with Big Boy, Big Boy's Neighborhood. Really? so I had a chance to listen to the Big Boys Neighborhood one. That one was shorter. That so. it's about like maybe an hour and thirty minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. But Zane Lowe, he just has a really monotone voice. Couldn't and do it. Yeah, you're like no. Yeah, yeah, nah. But um. So how was the interview? What he said? <sighs> wow. Uh. Okay, so coming from me, um, in high school, I was the biggest Kanye West fan. Mm-hmm. Me and uh, me and one of my best friends, Ali. Shout out to Ali. Um, hey, I remember him. Yeah. So we were really big Kanye West fans. Um, 
my first concert was Kanye West. Glow in the Dark Tour, Rihanna opened up for him in wow. 2008. Wow. Wow. Blast That's from the past, epic. right? Blast from the past. So, obviously, Kanye West, like, he... Well, like, you got it while it was good, though. Yeah. Yeah, but still, like, he like he resonates with me, okay. right? At that point in time in my life. Okay. Um, so, to see the journey from then, 2008, Prime, Glow in the Dark... Just like hit after hit after hit, Kanye, to now, this, I don't want to say caricature because that's a, that's a pretty harsh, uh, that's a pretty harsh characterization of it. I don't think there's anything that's really too harsh. Okay. But carry on. All right. <laughs> He's, you, All right. So I, I'll put it like this. It's a hard, <laughs> it's a harsh characterization for somebody who I once idolized. Okay. Mm, fair. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. So... This whole this past what year two years has been a little bit a little bit rough a little bit rough for me mm-hmm. right because I have this catalog of music that I can just listen to and it'll bring me back to that point in life where mm-hmm. like I was listening to it for the first time nostalgia yeah. exactly and then I have the memory of that first concert it was a graduation gift from my uncle okay so then I think of the the amazing video known as Flashing Lights mm. and how amazing that was. And then I think of Devil in a New Dress and how Rick Ross just murdered his verse. Mm. So, and then I think of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy just as a movie itself. Yep. So you have all of these things coupled with this one person as far as making your young adult, your adolescent young adult life. To see him now being a Trump supporter, mm. And doing this whole, doing the whole quote-unquote Sunday service thing. And you're trying to see if it's genuine. And you're trying to see if it's a con. And, like, it's it's, it's, hard, it's hard to grab. So, long story short, I listened to the album as a content creator, not as a fan. I just want to make that. Oh, you don't even have to make that disclaimer. I listen, I listen, no, I needed it. I needed the disclaimer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to it. I listened to it as a content creator mm-hmm. rather than as a fan. So, while listening to it, I can say wholeheartedly that Kanye West can still make music. I, I never was Kanye that. West can still make music. <laughs> like he still is in his production bag. Like, he produced the shit out of these songs. I believe that. I don't know if I can properly say that, being as a gospel album. You already said it, though. So. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, like, he produced the shit out of this album. Like, mm-hmm. it's just the... It's just the overall message of the album coupled with the interviews that he's done, that, okay. that he did that he did with uh, that he did with Big Boy. Um, it just makes it seem like it's a bit of a, like I said earlier, a con. Because throughout the whole, throughout the whole interview, he refers to Jesus as his daddy. He wait, he said that word. He said daddy. Yeah, he says on the album. He said he refers to Jesus as his daddy, his dad. Um, of course, he referred to him as his father, things like that. And then also one thing that he said in the interview that really rubbed me the wrong way was that he pretty much shunned the culture for being the culture. If you're not familiar with the culture, it's black culture. It's what we. It's basically what makes money for mm-hmm. for all these everyone yeah. <laughs> for everyone exactly exactly. And my <laughs> thing is, how can you do that when this is the same culture that basically made you who you are today, right? Absolutely. So, 
it still leaves me conflicted because if I was a fan, it would be a great album because the songs are put together very well. There's only a couple trash songs on there. Close on Sunday. How many songs is it? It's eleven. Total. Eleven okay. songs. Um, so it's not really it's not really much to digest. Um, Pusha T has a verse on it. Clips, Malice. Um, mm. He has Fred Hammond on the album. Like the choir that he has for the for the actual album is really good. But I say all that to say to ask a question: If do you think? The, uh, the messenger affects the message of this album or any other album that comes out. So, say if it's if, um, who's an influential black artist? Drake. Say if it's if Drake came out with a gospel album. <laughs> right? Crazy. It, it, it sounds wild, right? Yeah. Would you accept that message, being that Drake is a messenger? Um... I want to preface everything I say by saying that I'm not Christian, but okay, <laughs> um, I think that any messenger does affect the message, right? Okay. Like because if Drake is singing to me about like church and being you know holier than thou, or like you know just like okay, being related, <clears throat> having a connection with God, I'm gonna be thinking of like Drake in the strip club with the strippers because that's who he showed himself being before. That makes sense. And so that seems like a very stark like immediate right. change from like this to that. It's like, oh no, I'm not on that no more. This is what I'm on. And as human beings, I think that it's very easy for us to do that like through our own personal journeys, right? Like right. I could be one way and then decide like this isn't the life that I want anymore and decide to take a different route. Right. But as a community, right, as a culture, it's more difficult for us to accept that coming from someone who presented themselves in a certain way. That makes sense. So that's my that's what I think. I mean, I'm interested in knowing if the songs that are on the album are um, are they the same songs that he's doing at these Sunday service things or because at the Sunday services I've heard him um, like remix R and B songs to make them mm-hmm. uh, to make them gospel songs. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily like that. All the beats were original. He didn't redo any songs on this okay. particular album. Um, it was basically. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Did you hear something else? No, somebody had played something in the background that sounded like an old gospel song that had been like... Remixed. Yeah. It sounded great. Yeah, Chalkin's good. I'm sure it sounds great. Like, Kanye is a great producer. He's an excellent producer. He's a great artist. Like, his mind is phenomenal in that way. But I just... Once Kanye said that slavery was a choice, I tuned him out. He doesn't even exist for me currently. Like... Samia? Um, I agree. So I definitely think the messenger affects the message. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if Kanye didn't do the things that he's done over the past like three or four years, and he came out with this, there wouldn't be um a blow like the I guess the pushback that we're getting. Like I think a lot of reasons why people are kind of confused is because of the past couple years and like the things he's been saying there's also like when we were talking about Drake Drake is very sexualized where Kanye has not been so I feel like if Kanye had given me the message of like a gospel song and um, he hadn't gone through all that Trump bull crap and you know what I mean supported Trump and said slavery was a choice and 
done, gone through all of his madness. I may have accepted the message, just like this man is a man who's like had a family and had a maybe evolution. Like, yeah, I understand. I understand the whole evolution thing, but. <laughs> I think <laughs> I knew the butt was coming. Yeah. This ain't it. That's <laughs> all nice and dandy. Yeah, yeah, However, yeah. I, mean, I mean, just to keep it a stack, like he's basically, you know, you know how Bible throwers are, right? If you don't accept Christianity, da 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 da, you're going to hell. You're definitely going to hell. You're really going to hell. You're going to the deepest depths of hell, da 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 da. And which is that? Then I, I was think, gonna say that is some Christians. Not it, all, but exactly, exactly. Some Christians make it really hard to accept Christianity as a faith and to accept going to church as like a, um, uh, what do I want to call it, as a routine, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because when I grew up to the age to where like I could consciously make a decision whether I wanted to go to church or not and whether my beliefs were my beliefs or somebody else's, I decided like I don't need to go to church every Sunday to... I said, I don't need to go to church every Sunday to validate, you know, my faith and what I believe in and whatnot. Excuse me. Um, And, like, I also feel like you can't, it's like you can't lead a flock that is driving 1996 Oldsmobiles while you're sitting here driving a Wraith, a Phantom. You know what I mean? And still expecting your congregation to give unto you, unto the quote-unquote church building fund that hasn't built anything in 20 years. Wait, but don't congregations do that all the time? Congregations do what? Do like, offerings? No, yeah, like... Yeah, the, which, is probably, which is one like of the reasons... Like megachurches. Yeah, like pro- yeah, which is one of the reasons why I don't go. Yeah. Like I, like, I can't trust you. I can't trust something where you're living up here. Mm-hmm. You're in the deluxe apartment in the sky, and the rest of your congregation is facing eviction notices. Mm-hmm. Like I can't do that, and these people who are who believe in you, who are following you every Sunday, they're given to you every Sunday, whether they have it or not. They still go home to eviction notices while you still go up to that deluxe apartment in the sky. So this is such a sensitive. Um or like a topic that I normally okay, so I am Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to church on a regular basis, mm-hmm. um, and I have friends of different faiths and um, are different walks in their faith. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, they're the people that say they're spiritual, um, and then I know people that are devout Christians. Right. So this conversation. Always comes up of course. <laughs> of course. when it comes to religion, um, and I can understand why it makes people apprehensive, right? Um, but not every pastor is like that. Mm-hmm. I so, understand that. And, yeah. and another thing is like, okay, we say that we don't want. Um, you know, the pastor to be like this rich person that's driving. And I can understand when there's like a vast difference in right. like financial situation, but I don't know, from my perspective, multiple things. Church is a business just like anything else. It has to run. The lights 
have to be on. Um, there are churches that are giving to communities. Like those things don't just happen for free. I so that. that does require money. Now these long um, raising mon- money for the building fund, I can understand. I went to a church where I mean they were raising money for too long for me. Okay, mm-hmm. so I left. <laughs> okay, it took them too long for um, that building to come up. So I understand. Um, like apprehension, but I also believe that for me, what lets me sleep at night and I don't have problems giving with my money is because I know my heart is in the right place, right? right? But as far as Kanye West and like leading, bringing it back mm-hmm. to that, um, I've been torn as a Christian because our faith teaches us that, you know, People can change, right? They, that's true. Um, and that's what, you know, we be, we believe God for, like healing and just prosperity and all of these things. So people have the ability to change. And so when it comes to Kanye West, I'm torn because it's not my, it's not my job to judge him. Right. Like, I don't know where his heart is. I'll never know mm-hmm. that to be... You know, if it, it is or not, I think time could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no real way for me to tell at like this moment where his heart is. I hope that it he is genuinely coming from a genuine place. I mean, but that's all I can do is pray that it's coming from a genuine place because he is an influential person. Right. So if he really is truly changing his life and professing that Jesus is king and that he um, wants to make a difference. He, I mean, he has a platform that not any pastor in this world has, right? Right. To reach people that would never open a Bible or even care about what a Christian has to say, right? And the fact that he does it to me in such a brilliant way as music, like that is something that I think brings people together regardless of you know, where you come from, like music is one of those things. And so coming from like growing up in the church, like we've always, or, you know, our job is to share the good news of of Jesus Christ to everyone. Right. And what better way with music that people like, right. So from that perspective, if his heart is in the right place, which I hope, then I can see how this is a great thing. I don't have respect for Kanye West. <laughs> I was going to ask you, why yeah. didn't you listen to it if you have all of these warm, soft, fuzzy feelings about it? That's how I feel about, like, that's what my faith, that's how I feel about the situation. As far as Kanye West, I don't listen to his music anymore. Like, um... I don't listen to it. I don't think I'm going to die without it. I mean, I know that it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, Until I know or feel more comfortable with his intentions, I'm good off of it. I have a question. And seeing as you're the only person who's listening to the album. (laughs) And you listen to the interview. Did he say in either of the, whether it was the album or the interview, why he made this album? Because I don't think it's money. Which would be like a Rudy's evil cause or like if his... If his goal is to like make money and this is this, I don't think Kanye West needs honestly wants any or like I don't know if he wants more money, but I just don't. Think he, I don't know if he reason. wants more. Yeah. I think what he may want is a mega church and like, like that's what he said he wanted to do. He says he wants to build a church. He wants to build a church in Calabasas. Oh, 
And so that <laughs> things like that scare me because like the church of science, I don't know Scientology. Um, yeah, things like that. That's what my concern is. And a lot of the problems that I hear with people, the reasons why they're not religious or Christianity is because of bad experiences that a human, like a person did to them, right? They were lied to, um, you know, someone did them wrong, church hurt, or just not trusting people, which I completely understand. And I think that because Kanye West is so influential, if his heart isn't in the right place and he makes this mega church, he has the potential to really, um, it, it could just go really good or really bad. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. That makes a lot of sense, honestly. <laughs> so I think, like, like I've been mulling over this, mulling over this whole situation ever since I listened to the album, ever since the album came out, really. And you like, you sound like you have a heavy heart. Chris. I do, I do, man. Like it was this an is idol, though. yeah, like this is somebody whom I idolized from the time I was from the time freshman um, college dropout dropped mm-hmm. in what oh four great album exactly to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. So this is like this is tough. Like I'm, I'm put into the dilemma. Like, do I ride for my people? Do I ride for the culture, or do I ride with this man who has literally just said, "Fuck the culture. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to because I'm Kanye West and I can do that." So I, I feel as though if he said that, then in so I'm many not, words, I'm not with it. In so in that so sounds, many words, basically, he's basically like he basically said like I cancel culture. Like, I've been canceled before, and I'm still here. My shoes make $3 billion a year. I'm the reason why Adidas isn't in debt anymore. So you can cancel me all you want to, basically. Yeah, I don't like that type of um, cocky um, arrogance. I'm good. It's fine if you're cocky, right? Like, lots of famous people are cocky. They got money. They got hoes. They got blah, blah, blah. Cool. But when you, you make, as an influencer political decisions that directly influence and impact me as a human being and my family and my friends and your community that works so diligently to uplift you absolutely not my nigga you gotta go because we didn't put you at the top for you to bring us down some more like we're not no we're not here for that and i can't that's the shit though that's what i'm saying is like i can't fuck with you if like what you're going for is directly rooted in my hindrance, mm-hmm. like I just I can't do it, and that's why I can't listen to Kanye. He's brilliant. He's a genius. He like a producer. <laughs> I'm aware of yes, all these and things. And I know. Yeah. And like, did it kill me initially at first? Like, sure. But I can't do it anymore. It's the same way we felt. Like I felt about R. Kelly. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I love this right. music. I was definitely gonna. Bring, I was hurt. Yeah. I was hurt. I yeah. I love your music. You did all of this amazing. Like you're creative. Ooh ooh ooh. But my nigga, you did fucked up shit. And I can't rock with you any longer after all of these, like, no. And Kanye West is the same way. We uplifted you for so long, only for you to try to tear us down. Like, absolutely not. You got to go. And that's and that's that on that, my nigga. (laughs) And the reality is just like with R. Kelly, there's still black people, regardless of what he's done. There are going to be people that support him either way. Exactly. 
All you and can do is your part, though. Yeah. I can't force you to stop listening. Yeah, but I choose, as for me in my household, yeah. <laughs> I'm good off the Kanye. And let me be in any club, any setting where they're playing Kanye or a song that I recognize as R. Kelly is boo. <laughs> Black fist and boo. Absolutely. In I the middle of the club. Absolutely, I in will. I don't care. Because DJs need to know that it's not okay to play their music either. Like... Dang, they can't play Kanye? No, I don't think. Uh, unless it's... Early Kanye. Yeah, early Kanye. I'm with, I'm with it. Early Kanye between circa 04, 2012, 13, 14? Like up until Kanye started. Whenever he started, man. Up until Jesus. Man, up, until he Jesus no, up until Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, oh, Jesus. yeah. I don't honestly know like what that timeline looks like, but I feel like up until... Jesus came out... After I graduated, because I remember when it first came out, I was listening to it in my apartment in Shaco, and people were like, oh, I hit it, I hit it. And I, of course, I loved it. Wow. So you really like, are a hip-hop head. Like, you was like, I remember because it made me feel this so, way. Yeah, like, it, like, it was like 2012, 2013. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, um... I'm sorry Kanye made you feel that way and then just... You know, like, it's, 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 a uh, like I said, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a dilemma. It's been a dilemma. Like, my parents know how much, how big of a Kanye West fan I, um, I've been. And then they heard that slavery was a choice. Well, first it was the whole Kim K marriage. Yeah. After after his wow. lyrics get, after his lyrics clearly said, and when you get on, he leave your ass for a white, white girl. girl. And then he did. And he won't he play it. Y'all thought it was a joke. He was not He playing. told y'all, niggas. <laughs> he told y'all. <laughs> I told y'all, niggas. I told y'all, niggas. <laughs> If you see it in your heart, <laughs> listen to it. To Don't. Try to, okay, maybe Don't. not. But take it from me. The read, read, the, read the reviews on it. Take it <laughs> sure. <laughs> read the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Take it from me. Um, Is there a lot of auto, auto-tune? It's no auto-tune. No auto-tune. He's singing or rapping? He's rapping. He's doing that weird that weird singing stuff without the auto-tune. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, You're not selling me on this. It's just not working. Like, it, it starts off. It starts off like real soulful and shit. With a, uh, I keep cursing when it comes. To, all right, it's okay. It starts it's okay. off real soulful with like with a, um, a choir for the first song, and uh, then it then it gets into his uh, then it gets into his thing. But um, but yeah, I was very very conflicted. I wanted to see if y'all were the same way. Um, yeah, I can't wait I gotta, to hear. Um, I want to. I want to see the first week sales. I want to see what the first week sales are. Like. When did it come out? Friday. Friday. Oh, okay. Friday afternoon. So, um, either this come either Friday or Saturday. We should know something about first week sales, and that and that should really tell the tale of if people, if people really, really fuck, if people really fuck with it or not. And uh, the other thing I noticed that he also put it on the hip hop and R and B charts rather than the gospel charts. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Didn't he say it was a gospel album? He said it was a gospel album. Maybe he's trying to do that whole um, Lil Nas X thing where it's like crossing barriers. Uh, you know, it's like this like is crossover. country. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know. A lot, of, a lot. Of, something in me says that he put it as hip hop and R and B for for money, money. purposes. Mm. But I could be wrong. Um, I could be reading too far into it. But probably not. I also <laughs> want to say money purposes. Would it be though? 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they get more plays. Hip hop R and B charts get more plays than gospel charts. Trying to get out of debt. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing when you said that, the only thing I could think of is how like gospel albums aren't glorified the same way that a hip hop R and B. But if you say you Kanye West. Yeah, but I'm saying you get a, a gospel that. Grammy. I have y'all have never seen on the Grammys. They give the Grammys for the gospel artists the day before. But, oh, okay? really? but if you're Kanye West, you should be able to put that bitch on the bluegrass charts. And still <laughs> yeah, get I don't think wherever it would have gone, it would have been successful. I don't think that would have held him back for anything. But when it comes to his recognition of like, you know, if he wins shit, and it's probably a bigger per cap on the uh, on the hip hop and R and B charts as opposed Very to the true. gospel charts. So each each stream might mean like five dollars on hip hop and R and B, where each stream on gospel charts is like a dollar fifty, two dollars. You know, something like that. I don't know how the music business works. I don't know how streaming works, but just to put in perspective, that might be how it is. It's a bigger per cap on the hip hop and R and B charts, just because hip hop and R and B charts are way more popular. I guess we'll never really know. The reason Kanye it. thinks he's not canceled is because he went to Howard Homecoming and all those clowns got excited. There, all those clowns stood out there recording him. Ooh, Kanye. Ooh, Kanye. No, Kanye is also oppressing us because he's moved on to their side. So we need to find someone new to uplift, uplift each other, uplift ourselves because Kanye is gone, everyone. That's and the it. thing is, he's out. Black, the black church is always going to, I feel like, they're the most forgiving when it comes to stuff. Like, you think about Amber Geiger and, like, is that her name? I don't fucking know. (laughs) But, like, they're always called to be forgiving and do all these things. So, like, I just think it's really manipulative. I think there's manipulation in what he's doing. That's my personal opinion. They forgive everybody except for the LGBTQ community. That is a word. You saw that on a meme. Oh no, that was what? Wow, you need to. I saw that that. on the internet. Did you? I that that won't know me. That was straight off the dome. Straight off the dome. That's amazing. Absolutely, and sad. We'll leave it there. It is sad. We (laughs) we will leave it there because that tea is steaming. <laughs> I think it needs to be discussed at some point. <laughs> it is steaming. steaming. Uh, Too hot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that was. Ooh, hold on. I got something for them hands. <laughs> wow, you said I'm ashy? Ew. <laughs> no, it wasn't even. What is that? It was. What's that? What's that, Shay? Shout out to All You Need Natural. I wasn't going to plug, but since we plug in. Ooh, that body butter. Come on, it's try so it out. It's so good. And it smells bomb. And then rub your too? hands like you just did for Who's the this? mic. Can I have some weed? Who's this? My friend V. V? Mm-hmm. Shout out to V. Shout out to V. For the body butter. For the body butter. What's her Instagram? What's All Instagram? you, the letter U, need naturals. Um, Chris is trying on the Earl Grey body butter currently. How do your hands feel? so good. Oh, my God. It's, they smell amazing, yeah. and they feel better. Okay. Ooh, feel better because of that body butter. Come on, right, feel thank better. Thank you for listening to our commercial break. And back to our regular <laughs> schedule program. Her. What's her name? Her name v. is V with All You v. Need Naturals. All You Need Naturals. Go follow her on Instagram. Yes. Absolutely. Follow her. It's you. It just smells great. It does. I mean, you glistening, boy. Yeah, you shining. Okay. Made my my hands look like mirrors. Yeah, come on. Moisturize. Okay. That's what the ladies like. A moisturized man. 
yeah, yeah. So, oh, wow. we gonna get into some bullshit. All right. I love bullshit. All right. We 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 got enough, we got enough time for like uh, one segment of the bullshit. Okay. And the bullshit for this week. Oh, cause you upset about. Yeah, something. he upset. I can tell by the way you just said bullshit. <laughs> Go ahead. Bull- what you mad about? The bullshit of this week. What is, the niggas uh, mad about this week? It's, it's something that we touched on in the early episodes. Uh, if you're not a fan, this is your first episode. This will be your first time hearing it. But April and Lil Fizz, man. Why you mad? I'm mad because that's fucked up. My nigga Fizz is out here gallivanting and just all out here all crazy with like his. This is nigga. This is his best friend. His best friend's baby mama, and he. Was it his best friend or they was just in a group together? I think they was best friends before they was... Either way, they made money together. Like, in the grand scheme of things, none of them niggas from B2K like each other. Yeah, okay? no, but <laughs> I went on the reunion tour. I saw it. <laughs> oh, oh you, you actually saw all of them? Yeah. Was Raspy there? Yeah. Because he was in and out. <laughs> he was in when I went to the <laughs> You caught him on a good day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a good day. Good day. Like each other. But yeah. I think... I think the... Um, in the grand scheme of things, I think Fizz and Omarion were like the closest because mm-hmm. Fizz is like uh, Omarion's son's godfather. Oh, I didn't know it. that. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, like him and uh, still. <laughs> if he can, if he can void yeah. that shit, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure it'd be voided right oh, now. Damn. But like, I think um, I applaud Fizz for like not Fizz. What Omarion? Yeah, I applaud Omarion for not really. You know, speaking on it too much. What's he gonna say? He ain't gotta say shit because honestly, it's it's obvious to it's obvious that like he really doesn't care about. Yeah. Only, the only thing he cares about is his son. Okay. My issue is with Lil Fizz more so than April because. Wow. Can we applause? I thought that. Oh, was- Wow. Okay. I thought that was that was standard. Yeah, I thought that was standard. Nah, nah. That's why you said that's bro code. So I have my issue with Fizz is, all right. This is your like this is supposed to be your A one since day one. Maybe not day one, not probably day two, day three, <laughs> whatever. It's like, day thirteen. This is supposed <laughs> to be your nigga. You made like y'all was making money together. Like you're his. You were about to say millions, but you weren't sure. <laughs> Chris Stokes probably got something to make. Yeah, oh, Chris Stokes definitely his got His name always gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> it probably gives him the heebie-jeebies. Damn! Okay, on, moving man. on. Okay, all right, all right, all right. That's fucked up. Okay, so this person, this person you, you once called your brother, right? Mm-hmm. You were this man's son's godfather. You don't have, like... All of these other women, like it seems like niggas in Hollywood recycle these same women. It's True. I do not understand it. Like, for all intents and purposes, you are Lil Fizz. You were everybody's heartthrob back in two thousand three, oh, four. Definitely, yeah, he was absolutely mine. was. He absolutely was. I used to know his you was whole the last, name. You was a light skin nigga. My last name with his. You was a light skin nigga. <laughs> you Fizz. had, you had all your, you had. <laughs> 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 Come on, Samia Fizz. What a cornball! I knew his real name. Samia Fizz. Samia Fizz. Wow, that's the name of the show right there. Uh, Samia Fizz. That was whatever. Terrible. That was terrible. I want you. Yo, to your jokes are so bad. They're funny. Everybody laugh. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Y'all welcome. So. Um, Everybody laughed. Shit, what was that about to say? I'm so sorry. You sorry. threw everything off. That's hard to say. The bro okay. code. Okay, so, yeah. You are in every Word Up magazine from circa 2000 <laughs> to 2000, like, four, five, six, whatever. Word Up. You have your pick. Any woman that you want. You choose your godson's father's baby mama. What if they're soulmates? That's what I was. That was what I was gonna get. It into. shouldn't. Even, like, I don't even think it should get to that point to where you can find out if that's your soulmate because you ought to be keeping your, you ought to be keeping respectful space between your godson's mother. And you, it shouldn't even get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Okay, listen. I can agree with that. I, yes, and. Because you were about to say, but. Yes, and. I think that you can keep respectable space because I think that the best relationships always grow out of friendships. And so, for the most part. And I think that, like, if we're keeping respectable distance, that means we're just friends, right? And I see you at functions, you see me at functions, and it's like, oh, we can can whatever, and then through time, I get to know you on the same plane. Maybe Lofiz and Omarion's relationship died over time. And it's like, do you still have loyalty to someone who's no longer in that position in your life? I think for me, I look at friendship a lot differently. Okay. Okay? So if one if one of my niggas... Well, I'd want to ask you what your sign is at this time, but she, <laughs> she did What is it? I'm a Leo. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, loyalty. He's loyal as hell. So if one, if one of my niggas knocked up a girl, right, like they, they're just co-parenting, it's been what? She's off limits for the rest of... For yeah, the rest nice. of eternity. Even if you and that nigga are no longer Even friends. if we not cool. Even if we not cool, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to take it there. Because one, I'm not even looking at this woman like that. And two, this is like my nephew or my niece or whatever. That's her mother. Like, that's their mother. Mm-hmm. Like, so we have some sort of ties. Whether me and this nigga are still cool or not. So... Nigga, I think for me, like I said, it would be completely off limits. I wouldn't even think about it. Wouldn't be a second thought. Wouldn't be a second thought for me. But I think Hollywood, Hollywood niggas is different. Like every, it's like some niggas are just built differently based off of how their based off of how their friendship, like I guess, started or grew or whatever. Like it would, if I did something like that within my group of friends right now. I would be shunned. Like I would not have like those those guys would not be my boys right now. Are the are the B2K group are they like shunning Fizz right now? I mean, I don't know. Shit. I don't know. They don't like each other. <laughs> they do not like each okay, other. Okay, but I think a part of why they don't like each other is because they went through a trauma. They did. They went all through them, a trauma. Yeah. All of them niggas need to be in counseling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I'm not going to like you if every time I look at your face, I'm thinking of the trauma that happened to me. I don't want to see your face ever again, my nigga. Go over there. And maybe that was Fizz's thinking. He was like, no, I'm like this nigga for real. <laughs> yeah, like he's, really, like, he's really living that shit. But I, I think this is all a ploy and a plot in Mona, Mona Scott's Scott, yes, world. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 Oh, I, in Mona Scott's world? Yeah. That's, anytime I hear shit like this, I'm like, there must be a new... What show is it they're on together? Loving Hip Hop. I don't know. Loving Hip Hop. There are two women in this world who don't sleep. Mona Scott and yeah. Chris Jones. Absolutely. I was going to be 
feel like it has to be Chris Jenner. I believe that. Those two women do not sleep because there's always a storyline to be told. Damn. Oh, mm. uh, that's a moral of the story. Wow. They don't have no morals. That's the story. Ooh. That is the story. <laughs> you better come with the bars. Come on, that was. Let's go. <laughs> wow. Come with the bars. <laughs> How you feel? Bye. It's fucked up, man. Either way, I agree. It, it, it's very, it's very fucked up. But I feel I like niggas are really hurt by this. Like you're not the first man I know who's like, man, can you believe it, bro? You gotta have some. Fizz. You gotta have some honor. But I think, but I wonder if it's because like most of the time you hear stories like that, it's like girls, and then it's like girls you gotta have some caddy. honor in your shit. You mm-hmm. have to have. You gotta have a. Cold. You would have felt the same way if it was if the sexes were. Yeah, mm. I don't think I don't think no I don't think a woman should be fucking on their best friend's baby daddy no matter if they together or not because then they're gonna have project twins. Give me a project chick. Oh, give me a hot chick. Hey, one that don't give up. Why do we always end up breaking out in song wherever we go? This is for Isha. Hey, Isha, Teresa, Ria, Tia, Leah, and Kim. I love y'all, bros. Don't disrespect my dogs, but I love y'all, bros, and I love y'all, bros. The ladies, have a babies, but I. Come on, hip hop head. Okay, all right, all right, I'm done. I'm done. Wonderful. Yeah, that I'm sounded good. so Did good. Did we win a Grammy or what? We don't own the rights to this music. <laughs> so they're trying to see us. They ain't gonna get shit. <laughs> they are not gonna get it. They gonna get this good. You gonna get this laptop yeah. in this? Not they're even not even gonna get the laptop. <laughs> Oh, I ain't got man. it. I ain't got it. I would it. be like, this property of Apple. I ain't yes. paid it off. You ain't yet. got it yet. Okay. You better manifest it. <laughs> yeah. Manifest it. Manifest Amen. it. Amen. Let's go. That was, right. Sorry to that man, Fizz. <laughs> no worry. Sorry. Sorry to this man. <laughs> wouldn't know who it was. I, I wouldn't know a thing. I saw <laughs> so I saw that video. But they have put a beer on Kiki and um, Are you rolling the imaginary blunt? No. <laughs> she Why is. would you say that? <laughs> she like, is. No, I'm just folding it. Wow. What kind of woman do you think I am? One that rolls imaginary blunt. <laughs> she said that. <laughs> wow. But I want to thank y'all for coming on the show today. Oh, we're getting kicked you. off already? I gotta, I Dang gotta, my man. I gotta get daddy. I gotta do daddy duty. Tonight. Daddy duty. Yeah. I gotta do wow. Daddy. Thank you for having us. My yeah, goal was to be um, the longest you have episode. Like, yeah, Jazzy and then Jana before. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, go, go ahead. Stop he said it. That's it. You done. Stop it. Wow. We keep off. I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so why? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> We're not done. How long has it been? Oh my god! It's been thirty minutes. minutes. Chris, you're really cutting me off an hour before Janet. Okay, I'm leaving. Wow. I was about to give you this whole spiel. What was the spiel? I don't want to say it anymore. And Wad's not even here, so I'm just keep it to myself. Maybe I'll be invited next time. Yeah, exactly. The next time you want. Oh, whatever. The next time you want. <laughs> okay, you're not coming back. How is it going to look if people have seen two hour episodes? What have we had a two hour episode? Janet and Jazz was close. 
And then now y'all got a 56 minute episode. Yeah. So Mia's really boring. out here competing for the number one spot. Everyone. That's what I do in every podcast. <laughs> I'm competing for the oh number oh every God. podcast. Okay. What if there are things I wanted to talk? Okay. Fine. What you want to talk about? No. This, this gives you this gives a segue for you to get on again before the end of the year. Yay! Um, we got yeah. dates open. Wow. They have dates open. They'll put you in. They'll plug you in the calendar. Yeah. I'll see if I want to drive back to Hampton again. <laughs> I drove oh all the way out here. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, regardless of how you feel, thank oh you for coming God. on the show. Why? Thank you for filling in on short notice. Thank you for having me. Yes. It's been a pleasure. Yes. An honor. Yeah, so y'all want to plug your socials? Absolutely. Samia doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to give Samia some business. She's, she's <laughs> a her body. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at wanderlustwad. That's W-A-N-D-E-R-L-U-S-T-W-A-D. Here on KM 1043. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And on Twitter at wadlovesyou. And my website is www.wanderlustwad.com. For all your traveling needs, if you're trying to get out this country for the Lolo, let your girl know now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sick of you. <laughs> and Wad's gonna be moving to Malaysia in a couple of months, so it'll be really cool to follow her. Um we got to talk about that next time. Yeah. We got to come back on again. No, wow. for sure. Let's do a travel We could have talked about it this time, but no, oh I'm joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, also, because Wild wasn't going to do it, she also has a cultural experience oh, coming do, yes. up. I'm going to taste the Sudan, which yes. is November 15th. November 15th. It's from 7 to 9. Um, taste of Sudan is basically going to be... Um, a taste of Sudan. So as you all know, I'm from Sudan. And if you look around the whole United States, there are barely any Sudanese restaurants or places you can go to learn about the culture or try the food. Samia has tried the food. She can let y'all know what it tastes like. Bomb. Okay. Um, and so honestly, as Sudan was more and more into this in the spotlight and people are learning about all of the different things going on there, like the revolution, I wanted to highlight Sudan in a different way and give people the experience of coming into a Sudanese home, trying authentic Sudanese food, be the first of your friends <laughs> and your family to try authentic homemade Sudanese food. Um, we'll be talking a lot about the culture and doing, it's really an experiential type of an event. Um, so it'll be a lot of fun, lots of laughs. You'll learn about new music, dope art scenes. So if you're into culture, please come check it out. It'll be on my Instagram where you can buy some tickets. So I hope to see you guys there. Wow, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Anything you. else you want to share that's going on? Um, oh, yeah, I have a travel. <laughs> Let me just, <laughs> hello? We'll take the next two hours now. <laughs> Honestly, though, like um, I've been to almost 40 countries. I've been to six continents and I've done it all on a budget because your girl broke for now. <laughs> um, so if you all are interested in traveling the world or seeing the world in any way, shape or form or looking at, you know, just traveling um, nationally within the United States. I have an amazing travel workshop. It's only ten dollars. Only ten dollars. Absolutely. Only ten dollars. Um, and I teach you everything that I've used to get to all of these places. I don't have a super fancy income of any kind. I'm just your old regular degular girl just trying to see the world. So if you're a regular degular person also trying to see this world, then check out my travel workshop. 
Um, also found on my Instagram. Also, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. I think that's all I got for y'all. But thanks for listening. And um, hi. So I am a photographer. Um, Christmas is coming up. You know, you want pictures of your children, your children's children, your children's children, children. Absolutely. Um, to give to parents and grandparents, mm-hmm. and they make great gifts. Are you trying to sell me right no. now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, for all of your photography needs, please follow Samia Minix Photography. And then I finally have a personal Instagram page where I have less than 100 followers. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) but, like, I've had a social media for so long and I haven't been able to post the things that I want to post. Because I'm a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, glow so You're not separately. You're a businesswoman. You a businesswoman. Business okay, okay. So glow sold separately for my um, personal adventures. Blessed, blessed. Yes. Chris, thank you so much for having us here. For sure, I'm honored Stop to it. be here. <laughs> no, for real, this was a lot of fun too. And what I was going to say, but I, it would have really been better if while I was here, too, is, like, I really enjoy listening to your podcast. Also, I think it's so cool because I have known you and Wadi's squad since, um... <laughs> Same shit to me. <clears throat> um, since we were, like, 14. It's been a while. Yeah, and so, like, it's so cool to watch y'all go from being, like, on a JV football team to, like, dads. We eventually made the varsity. But I'm saying... (laughs) You had to plug that in. Yeah. No, I was saying it, like, you didn't start in... Okay. Career JV players. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't saying that. We made the varsity. Let's be sentimental. What you talking about? They made the varsity after they graduated. Wow. I'm proud. I'm proud of y'all, and um, it's so cool to watch y'all. And I've always admired your group of friends, and I say that every time I see (laughs) you, probably because I just think it's so amazing that so many black men have like stuck together and support each other. So, hats off to y'all. Do y'all have a name for your crew? Just the bros, that's all. The bros. The bros. Yeah, Y'all need an official name. The bros, trademark. I don't know what <laughs> No, you gotta be like something. But yeah, the so. The Black Men Association. <laughs> the sure. The Richmond chapter. <laughs> the Richmond chapter. Black Men Don't Cheat. Richmond chapter. But yeah, so I'm so proud of all of y'all, even the ones that aren't on the podcast. Like, just to watch y'all grow. Um... It's a great thing because we went to a high school where people just thought they were just like, you know, thugs and they just, and they, you know, really lived that life out to that being their lifestyle now. No, seriously. Yeah. The peak was at high school. And so y'all stayed genuine to who y'all were. Y'all stayed together and y'all have grown together to be like really strong, successful black men. And so I'm proud of y'all. Oh, that's so sweet. I wasn't going to say it because I only got an hour on this podcast. Oh, my but... God. <laughs> We're not going to live that down, obviously. obviously. I'm not. But okay. it's cool. But I am, I'm so proud of y'all and um, what y'all are doing. I appreciate it. We definitely appreciate it. Um, we're going to have to get together so you can shoot some uh, promo photos of, uh, of Wad and I. 
talk. Yeah, we will talk. We talk. We'll talk. But um, yeah, we want. I definitely want to thank you guys for uh, for listening. Um, Wilo wants to thank you for listening too. Feel free to follow us on Instagram, the number two, the Hardway Pod on Instagram, and then on Twitter you can follow us at the uh, the number two, the Hardway Pod, the number one on Twitter. Give us a follow, um, like us, and subscribe to us on um, Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Stay tuned every Monday for uh, for for new episodes, new content. Keep a keep abreast of the uh, Instagram page. Anything that happens with the show. It's gonna it's going gonna go on down. Yeah, going down on Instagram first. So <laughs> Wow. Wow. We're never gonna be invited back now. That was so funny. uh so yeah, like, follow, subscribe, subscribe share, stop, share, all that smash stuff. Smash that like button. Exactly. <laughs> smash it. Let us know that you liked it. But uh but yeah, this has been uh another episode of the Two Garway Podcast in the second season. Um, until next time, next week. Second season has been five. 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 Holla.